Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Uh, each week we say this, uh, but we are. We're dedicated to bringing you the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and, and practical instruction, and, and hopefully what will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper. I'm the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Elijah Merrill's our producer, but he's actually part of our of our of our uh, podcast today. And we have Dave Wright, who's actually um, the producer uh, for this one. Uh, all all of it's good. I, I give credit to them. Anything that isn't, well, I'll take the I'll take the credit for that. But I want to thank you, the listener, for taking time to be a part of this podcast. I, I, my prayer is that it will be beneficial to you in your walk with Christ. And so again, I, I have with me this week. If you didn't catch last week's podcast, you want to go back and listen to that. We have Julie McKee. Uh, great to have you here with us. Hey. Julie is a uh, freshman in high school. We have Silas Taylor. Thanks again for being back. Glad to be back. He is a junior in high school. And then we have Elijah Merrill, who's with us again, our producer on staff here at Crosswinds, now part of the podcast. Yeah, man. Excited to be back. Thank you. He is not in high school anymore. <laughs> not in high school. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like it sometimes. <laughs> well, we, we're, we're continuing our conversation. And we're talking about worship. And we're not talking about in the broad sense that everything we do for God is worship. We present God our whole selves for worship, but really focusing in on worship as music. And so I would encourage you, if you, have, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, um, listen to the tremendous insight that, that Julie and Silas and Elijah gave into that. But we're going to dig a little deeper as it pertains to what they do on a Wednesday night, which is our student ministry night here at Crosswinds with junior and senior hires. And, and, and all three of them have been involved in in our Sunday weekend services, which, of course, is our, uh, the service for, for adults and, and teens and so forth, too. Um, I have the privilege of having uh, junior and senior hires in that service, and so when I'm uh, when I'm thinking about the service, I'm thinking from anywhere from 11 year olds all the way up, um, which is which is an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. as you're thinking about what what do we do in this area of worship music. Um, how do we make sure that we're connecting with uh, that broad age group? But especially, I feel that those of us who are older in the congregation uh, need to be willing to allow what we do musically um, to draw in uh, the younger generation, those younger than ourselves. And so sometimes we forego maybe what we're used to listening to in order to um, allow for there to be uh, styles and so forth that, that attract them. Luckily, I'm not there yet, but I know there will be a day where we'll do some music and I'll go, what was that? And, and it's, it's, it's okay, you know, is what I'm saying. And so talk about it a little bit. You know, so you're, especially, Eliza, let me, let, me, let me bring you in here because you work both with uh, our weekend service, our Sunday services, and the student services, what's the crossover there when you guys are like planning music and and those type of things? When you know what 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 carries over between the two and what does not? Yeah, so um, I uh, I have the privilege of working really close with Dave, our worship pastor here at Crosswinds, and um, he's he's super intentional about. Um, uh, about us as Crosswinds and as a church for our for our weekend services, you know, building building our worship library and keeping things current and bringing in new things and sometimes sadly, but weeding some other things out, you know, and so keeping that keeping that flow going. And so um, we've been trying to do that at student ministry as well. Um, but I think one of the things that happens with students is, um, and and with adults for sure. I know I know some that that this happens with also, but like with on student ministry on Wednesday nights, like we have. I feel like students are much more connected 
to what's coming out right now. What's, you know, what's the most popular, like what's in, and not, not the most popular for just the sake of what's most popular, but like the, you know, the newest, it's popular because a lot track. of people like it. Yeah. 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 You know, what's, what's the newest worship thing? What's, you know, what are we listening to? And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of balance between trying to bring in some of those, but then also like wanting to, we, we, we were doing our best to keep like what we work, what the songs that we do on Wednesday nights, like if you come on a Sunday morning, you know, or come come regularly on a Sunday morning, you'll hear those same songs as well. And um, a couple weekends ago, uh, we we introduced a new song um, at on Sunday morning called Praises, which is just one that we've been doing on Wednesday nights. So it's like it's kind of like this this fun dance. So we're introducing some stuff on Wednesday nights that you know we intentionally bring in on a Sunday morning, and then when we introduce some things on Sunday morning, we intentionally bring it in on Wednesday nights. But um, for being someone who's involved in both, it's really cool to have. You know, people like Silas and Julie and students on the team that are able to. I'm like, hey, what are you listening to? Or you know, or they're or they're sending me links during the week of of fun new songs that are coming out that I maybe haven't heard yet that I can, you know, that I can share with Dave. And um, it's definitely a little bit easier for us to introduce some things to the student ministry that they're maybe already listening to on a regular basis. So there is that part. But um, yeah, we try and do our best to. Uh, to keep them pretty balanced, you know, and keep it keep the DNA the same is what we mm-hmm. like to think. Yeah. So, if you're a student, you come to Sunday morning, then you're listening to the same stuff. And if you're if you're a student coming with your family on a Sunday Sunday morning for the first time, you come to youth group, you're hearing you're hearing the same stuff there. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, talking about picking music, and I'll just throw this out there, and whoever goes first can go for it. And we'll just sort of uh, play this question out a little bit. You know, there, there's. It's interesting. So there's some people who, when they look at worship, they'll say, well, I'll listen to that because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great song. You know, the words are powerful. The music's powerful. Some people say, well, I'm not going to listen to that because even though that's true, I don't like who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't like maybe the place that, that put it together. You know, and that, that's sort of a debate right now within the within the Christian culture, right? Yeah. Um, who you do and don't listen to. I'm, I'm just really curious. I have my own ideas, and, and maybe I'll share it. Maybe I won't. But uh, <laughs> but for you, each of you, when you when you hear a song, what are you thinking about? Is it the words? Is it the music? Is it both? It, it is. Does it matter who put it together? If it if it's if it's right? And, and I want to say that because you know choruses aren't scripture, and so if it's a chorus that's totally by scripture, we can go. That's biblical. If it's not, we have to listen to the words and say, okay, does this really honor God? Is this in the line of Scripture? But if, if, it is a, if it's a song that does that, does it matter who put it together for you? Or, and, and how do you choose what song is appropriate or not appropriate to, to, to lead us through? Yeah, um, I'll just I'll answer the first question, which was like what we look for when we first listen to a song. Um, being the drummer, like the the instrument person i guess i i feel like i listen to the the music first before the words but there's definitely songs where when i hear the words it's definitely a lot more powerful than the music being played itself so it, it really depends on i would even say the start of the song like i'll normally i'll be able to tell by the start of the song how the song's going to play out so I'll know that if it, if the music isn't going to be as good, but the lyrics are super super good, then I'll I'll kind of focus more on the lyrics. But after listening to it a couple of times, it'll kind of just blend together, and I'll just be enjoying the song for everything that it is. Um, for the second question, I I'd say like I feel like it doesn't matter who um, 
like who wrote the song, who came up with the music, as long as like what it is saying is true and, and kind of like goes on with with God and, and what's going on in churches and, and everything like that. So I wouldn't say it matters who's writing the song. It just matters what the song is about and how the lyrics are written and everything that goes into the song. So, Yeah. Like when I'm listening to a song, if I'm really, if I really relate to the lyrics, even if it's not someone that I like that wrote it, I don't really care about that because if it's a good song that I think is helping me and I relate to, then I will still like it. Um, it is important to listen to the words carefully because sometimes it, they do say things that aren't true, so you have to be careful of that. But I don't think it really matters who wrote it as long as it's true and you relate to it. That's good. Yeah, you know, there's um, <clears throat> from 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 the perspective of maybe introducing new songs or even songs that we've done that we continue to do, there's on a personal level, there's there's always music that we do or that we're going to start to do that I don't enjoy to listen to that aren't on my playlists, you know, um, there's, I'm not going to shout out any songs, but there's certainly, there's certainly a couple that like Dave and I have joked over the past of like, you know, I just, I can't connect. I don't connect with the song, mm-hmm. but there's this understanding of like, when we looked at the word, when we look at the words and we compare them to scripture, we're like, that's true. And there's, we know that there's people that are connecting with that music. So, and that's the bigger goal. So we make that decision to, to do that song, even though maybe it's not our favorite thing or whatever. And that kind of ties into what you were talking about before. But um, as far as like as new stuff comes out, you know, like there's – man, the, the, worship, the worship scene, like CCM, is – it's such a big, broad world right now. Like you've got, you've got everything from the, from the casting crowns and, you know – Matthew Wests and Toby Max and stuff that are introducing things on K-Love to you've got big multi-hour long Maverick City and Brandon Lake albums that are, you know, that are really cool. And so like, how do you find the balance of those things can be a challenge, but I think as soon as a song comes out or if it's being suggested to you and it's, and if you're in a position, if you're in a position to, to help make the decision of does this music get are we are we going to help lead people in this music then you have to you have to carefully look at the words read them out you know and be like is this is this in line with god's word cuz there's a lot of stuff out there that isn't you know mm-hmm. yeah. that sounds awesome yeah <laughs> and you know there's a lot of stuff out there that doesn't sound awesome that is super super biblically true and so i think it's it you, we have to be super intentional and really careful about what we what we help lead people through, because if you've got someone that's coming in who isn't doesn't know everything about the Bible or isn't walking with Christ at all, you're you might be one of their first experiences into worship and and into and into Christ. So you wanna you wanna make sure that what you're what you're singing, what you're leading them with is 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 biblically and doctrinally sound, you know. And so that means you have to make some tough decisions sometimes because a song can sound really good, and you're like you know. Maybe maybe not this one, but I think for me personally, that gets down to what are the words saying versus who wrote it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. there's there's some there's some we're all sinners, you know, and we're all kind of lost in ways. And so someone can write a song that's totally biblically solid and and brings passion and it's awesome, you know, and. You know, that's just that's my hot take, hot take on that. But well, I mean, we we've done songs that aren't quote unquote worship songs, mm-hmm. 
we, we've taken from, you know, outside of church culture songs, you know, and, and used them. And so, yeah. you know, that's, that's to me, I think you're right. I think, you know, I like the word Julie use, relate. Yeah. You know, if it helps relate relate to us, relate to each other, relate to God, and it's done in a biblical way, that that's where it's at. Mm. And a lot of times we're using copyrighted songs, and maybe we're getting into the weeds here a little bit, but but how does that even work? Like like uh <laughs> we uh we we pick a chorus and and we put a number up there, right? Yep. It, it, it's sort of it's what what is that number called? It's a CCLI number. Yeah, no one out there cares, but I do. <laughs> yeah. And, and so you got that number up there. How does that work? Like do, do we just pay one one price and then we can use all of them or do people get money? off the ones we choose. How does that work? So yeah, from an, from an administrative standpoint, I'll give you the most bird's eye view that I possibly can. But um, we as a, uh, there's a there's an organization out there called Song Select, um, and they they bring in like you know probably ninety five percent ninety percent of of worship music and Christian music that that happens. So that's the newest thing on the radio. To you know again to like stuff that. Uh, Small churches are doing. It's it's pretty easy to get your stuff into Song Select. So, um, for as an organization, we we pay a certain amount of money based on um, our church size, our campus size, and how many people are going to be listening to it. Uh, we pay that price for a year, and then we get to use uh, we get to use anything that's in that anything that's in that library. Um, what that means is, you know, s- some of the songs that we might not necessarily think that are the most biblically solid make it in too, you know? So, so you still have to screen them. And yeah, there's been an argument of like people who want to do songs and we're like, uh, I don't think we can do that. And they're like, it's in CCLI. It's oh, with yeah. all of them, you know? We're like, well, they're not the, they don't, you know. They don't screen. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They not provide as, the opportunity. I use, bet they do, but not not, not like to a would. certain level, you know? Sure. And so when you use a song, does that does that impact the person who wrote it? Or does that just go into this, this – this goes into this organization and somehow they figure all that? Um, I think they do. The artist, the artist receives some sort of percentage um, based on how many, how many churches use it in a year, I think. Okay. I don't think it's, I don't think it's as minuscule as maybe Spotify or iTunes where like every play is four cents or whatever. Right, you know? right. I, it's def- I think it's – for CCLI, it's, it's certainly percentage-based. But like if you wrote a new song and it's in the, the top ten on CCLI, that artist is definitely getting something for okay. it. You know? I, just, I don't know what, but definitely getting something. That's interesting. That's interesting. So, so talk to me a little bit about the way that you prepare uh, a worship song list as a team. Like, how, how do you, how do you, on a Wednesday night or a Sunday, how does that happen? Do you just sort of say, "Hey, these are the four, my four favorite songs," or do you? <laughs> is there more than that? Um, I'll kind of give my two cents of from an admin perspective, and then you guys can kind of speak into it. But um, we uh, we know pretty well in advance the curriculum. I say curriculum, but the messages that we're going to be speaking about and stuff on Wednesday nights. So we do our best to to look at our song library um, as a student ministry. We've got a resource. Uh, it's a web page that we can go to that has our whole library of everything we're currently doing. And um, every song has themes to it. And so uh, we kind of pick a an overall theme from, from the night based off the message that we're doing. And it's pretty evident typically what that theme is going to be. So um, – we try and do our best to pick to pick songs that that fit with that theme, and that can flow together. You know, so it's like, are is this song in a completely different key than this one? You know, or is it? Are they all super slow, but they're on theme? You know, so it's like, do we want to we want to start with some energy and then bring it down? Like, so there's a lot of different things that go into it, but um, we definitely we try and do a lot based off of like, what's the theme for that night? What are we talking about? So that it's a coherent experience from from what Wendy or Brian or whoever's talking about to 
you know, to the words that we're singing on stage. It's all, it's all one thing that we're kind of going for that night. And similar to a Sunday morning, you know, we do that. But as a team, we pick songs. We try and um, we just do we do a lot of texting and talking to each other. We see each other a lot, yeah. you know, Wednesday, you know, Wednesdays, Sunday mornings, and stuff. So. Um, uh, as we plan our services a couple weeks in advance for for Wednesday night student ministry nights, it's just like you know, hey, here's a here's a theme maybe, or like, what's 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 impactful for you right now? What songs are hitting you the most? Like, and which ones would you maybe like to see us do? And we kind of try and pick the pick the songs all together. But yeah, yeah, my my thought process is not as deep as that, <laughs> um, especially. I mean, like. I'd say, and this is, I'm totally okay with this, obviously. I, I'm not as crucial in deciding and picking the songs. I, I'll play whatever. Um, there's definitely times where I, like, text Elijah or Julie's older sister, Belle, and I'm like, hey, let's do this song this week. Or, like, I, I've been listening to this song. It's really good. I want to do this. I think it would be good. But, I mean, definitely I don't think about the theme or anything. I'm just like, oh, this song is cool. Let's play this one. <laughs> so and they, they get to deal with yeah, the theme. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not wrong with that. That's yeah. what the team's about, right? Yeah. Everyone has their place. Uh-huh. For me, it's usually like Elijah picks two songs that go with the theme, and then he lets me pick one song sometimes. And so then it's like, well, does this song really have to be with the theme if we already have two of them that are? <laughs> I mean, I do think about that sometimes, and like you said, you also have to think about the keys, too, because sometimes if it's like, it doesn't sound good if you go right into a song that's right in another key. So there's a lot that goes into it, but I think it's mostly about theme and if they blend well together. You know, and, and ultimately, I mean, the every <laughs> every worship song should be bringing glory to God. Yeah. yeah. And if that doesn't match a theme that's being shared, then the theme's probably a little off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. to a certain extent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and so there is a little bit of freedom there. I, yeah. I get that. Let, let me let me throw this out at you. So, so I mean, we as a church, we do a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of praying than planning, and mm-hmm. so we're asking the Spirit of God to lead us and guide us and to put this planning together. We put it in His hands, knowing that you know, if the Spirit of God wants to make a change, He can do it at yeah. any time. But I've found more times than not, God is powerful enough to allow us to be a part of the planning mm-hmm. and for it to be just the right thing when you're up there. Like there's times mm-hmm. where I've looked at, like uh, for me, Dave's putting, you know, putting out the, the weekly um, worship uh, list, you know, the schedule and, of the service. And I look at it and I go, oh, that looks really good. And then, then we, we do the service. And I'm like, my goodness, you know, God really used that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and it just blows my mind how God can do that. There are some people out there who go, man, if you're planning, you're not trusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's people wired like me that goes, well, if you're just, quote, unquote, trusting, you're just being a little lazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, that God can work it. Talk to me about the dynamic of that trusting and praying and, you know, writing and planning and all that type of thing. What's that? What's that? What's that? What? Where's the balance there? Where's the what's how does that happen? Um. I think we on a Wednesday night are are certainly not planned as far out as maybe a, a Sunday morning is, um, and that, there's multiple reasons for that. But as of right as of right now, we're we're certainly not planned as far out as they are. Um, but when we when we look at like prayerfully trying to put together a service, like um, for me personally, I, I have the 
the privilege of working down the hall from Wendy, our student ministry pastor, and so can go knock on her door and ask her questions, you know, whenever. But um, and I know she texts a lot and stuff of, with different members of the team and stuff, so that's really cool. But um, when we look at when we look at planning our Wednesday night services, it's I like to think it's very similar to Sunday morning in the sense that you know we prayerfully think about every element that we're trying to do, and, and you know. We, we only have so much time with the students, so, like, there's there's certainly one argument to wanting to be organized is, you know, no matter what, like, parents are dropping off and picking up at these times. So how 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 much do you want to get into that time with, with your students? And so um, because of that, there's a certain – there's a certain element of like, we don't want to make it so cram-packed that you're jumping from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Um, and there's no time to take in anything. Um, but at the same time, like you don't want them to just show up and it's one message for two hours and then they, they go yeah. home because mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have a lot less students the next week, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, we're, we intentionally, intentionally try and bake in, you know, fun Silly games like, you know, which TikTok got the most views, I think, is a game that we played last week, which, you know, doesn't have any spiritual tie. But it's other than the fact that we're we're there and we kind of all get to have fun together, you know. And for someone who's I like to think of someone who's coming who doesn't necessarily go to church gets to come to church and have fun at church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Is really cool to me, like as a student coming into a church building. And having fun with my friends was was something kind of foreign for a little bit. So try and bake in those elements. But um yeah, we 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 prayerfully with everything, you know, not just songs, but like all the elements we put into service, like prayerfully, prayerfully look at those things and and try and put something together that's gonna that's gonna try and capture everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah I think there definitely is a stereotype about church, uh just how it's it's very this thing onto the next thing onto the next thing just in a row there's nothing you know there's no time for fun is definitely I've heard that from people like like when I tell them about youth group and tell them what we do they're like there's a whole time to play games I'm like yeah there is like we we do play games it's fun and there's all it's especially youth group it's a lot of time to get to to talk to people and get to know people and as I've gotten older um at, at Sunday service, I normally get there for the in-between service time. And that even farther than youth group is even just as good as a time to connect with people. And I've definitely connected with a lot of people just just from the communications, regardless if it's in service, because, you know, you're not really talking when you're in service. But but between youth group and and Sunday service, like the connections is, is so important and People stereotype churches and thinking that there is no time for that, but there really is. And that's one of the most important things I think about going to church for myself is being able to talk because I also am a very social person. I love talking. And so talking to people, getting to know them is makes you want to come back again. And it's just, it's something for me. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. I have also like told my friends about youth group and they they say things like, you do stuff like that at church and stuff. And I feel like that stuff kind of helps you be able to bring people in more Mm -hmm. because you can tell them about the stuff that you think they're going to have a lot of fun with. Mm -hmm. And then that'll make them want to come back more because it's like, oh, that was fun. It wasn't just sitting there boring. And making it fun will make more people come. And, and, you know, our relationship with God is Mm all-encompassing. You know, like you said, the TikTok thing isn't really all that spiritual. But if it's connecting us with each other mm-hmm. and allowing for the other mm-hmm. times that we're together, 
you know, may- maybe the TikTok thing just allows for it to be a little less awkward for yeah. somebody mm-hmm. to enter into uh-huh. a, a, a music time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's not like, you know, it seems like some of those things can be disconnected, but they're so connected. God's concerned about all of that. I, I think God wants us to have fun, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. yeah. I really do. And so I yeah. think, you know, we want him to be Lord of our fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, really, when we think about that. Well, I, I tell you what, I've had a blast uh, being able to, to talk with you. I appreciate you being here. But before we go, uh, I like to especially, we did it last episode, we do it every episode, but especially when we have a two-part like this, you know, I'd like to give some time to say, what's your last words? You know, what would you wrap up? And it can be anything. It can be anything. It can be something personal. It can be speaking to a certain group that you're inviting out, whatever. And so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to guide you any further. Um, and uh, we'll we'll start this time with Elijah, and then um, we'll we'll I'll wrap up here in a little bit. Um, I think one one final thing that I'd say to to anybody that's listening out there um, two two things. One's going to be super micro, and I'm breaking the rules a little bit, but the micro thing. There's no real rules. The micro <laughs> thing is if if you're a student listening, come on a Wednesday night. If you're in the area, come check us out. Come have fun for the sake of having fun and come fellowship. And, and when is that? That's Wednesday night at? Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m. is when it officially mm-hmm. officially starts. I think. That's on our uh, Canandaigua campus. Yep, Canandaigua campus. Crosswinds. Um, 6.30 to 8.30, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so two hours. Um, so if you're a student, you know, come check it out. If you're if you're an adult uh, who's who knows students or if you're a parent <laughs> who has students, you know, send send your kids along. Um and then if you're if you're an adult, come check out if you're in the area, come check out the the weekend services. Same, you know, same campus. Those are Sunday mornings, nine AM and eleven AM. Um I know we like to plug those as often as we can, but it's I know I'm biased because I I work here and I've I've grown up here, but there's there's just something God's moving and um the more people that 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 I'm able to help bring in the doors is so cool, you know, because it's like from a Sunday morning perspective, like you, you're in that, you're in that ministry center and there's just, you're surrounded by people in worship and, and taking in God's word together, biblical truth. And, um, there's just something so powerful there to that. And so if you're in the area, come check it out. And then from a student ministry perspective, like, it's a fun, awesome, high energetic couple hours that you also get to get poured into and get to experience Christ and life together. And so, um, just selfishly, if you're if you haven't come check it out, uh, I, that's my that's my big encouragement to you. Yeah, um, I, I want to speak directly to to teenagers or, or kids younger. It, I know that at first it's going to be weird, and you think you might get judged for coming to church. I've I've even thought that before. I've been like, oh, I don't want to let people know that I go to church, but it, it's really it's fun. And and a, the first con- the first time you come, it might be weird. It probably will be. You're not used to these kind of people, but like these are the nicest people that you're gonna meet. Like everyone is so nice at church, youth group and Sunday service. Like you're gonna meet so many so many people that want to get to know you, and it, it, you're not gonna be used to that. Um, especially coming from a public school standpoint, there's not many people that that want to get to know you like the people at church want to get to know you and and be a part of your life. And it, it really is something that changes you and, and helps you and makes you happier. And so I'd say step out of your comfort zone, 
come to church, come to youth group. It, it really is fun, and you'll start to learn things about yourself, and you'll get to know other people and, and just have a good time. Um, I like I feel like a lot of people, when they come to church, they think that it's going to be bad because they don't know anyone there, you know, if they don't feel like they don't belong there. But if you come, then you're going to leave knowing people, and then that'll make it easier to come back. Because when you come back, you'll see familiar faces, and you'll want to come back to see the people you've met. Because people, like Sal said, are very nice, and you're going to want to come see them again. And so after you come one time, it's going to be a lot easier to come again. That's great. It is, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm so excited that uh, people who are listening to this get to hear from you. And I, I really feel privileged to be a part of a church. When we talk about leaders here at the church, they're, they're all ages. And, and I'm sitting with uh, you know three of, of, of some of the finest leaders we have here at Crosswinds. And uh, it's, just, it's a privilege as a lead pastor to know that we have leaders who, I mean, come from all different uh, walks of life and, and uh, just... Um, you know, we all have our own story, and yet we're, we're united together, not by our age, not by anything else but Jesus Christ and, and his love and his salvation and, and the work that he's doing in and through us and drawing us to be more and more like him. And, and so uh, I, I just encourage everybody, uh, share, this, uh, share this for us. You know, let, let people know um, that this podcast, you know, uh, put a like on there. Just, just let us know what's going on and, and, and let those around you know. Um, what God's doing through this podcast. And I encourage you to join me next week as we venture into a new uh, group of people talking about what the Lord's doing here in Crosswinds and in the lives of individuals. Uh, again, remember to check out all things crosswinds.church. If you were sitting there going, what time were the Sunday morning services? What time is, is student ministry on Wednesday night? You don't have to memorize that. You just have to memorize crosswinds.church. If, you, if you've memorized that, then you can go to our website and find out all things Crosswinds. But for now, thanks for joining us. Be blessed and bless others others.